I'm Romaine Johnston. And I'm Sandra Fiodo. And we'll be your hosts on this podcast series. Orange presents My Inspiration. Here's what you can expect from each of the seven episodes we'll be airing. Each month, you'll discover an honest conversation on key aspects of what it means to better own your career and your self-development. Some real-life examples taken from Romaine's coaching experience and our own lives, as well as tools to help you better understand yourself, others, and your relationships. And we'll always wrap up with a practical exercise for you to start implementing these concepts in your own life. Our ambition is for you to feel energized and empowered after listening to these episodes. So enjoy and share with anyone you think may benefit from the episodes. Thank you for listening. Networking is key and it can be fun. Hi, Romain. Hi, Sandra. Glad to be back for the second episode on networking this time. And I'm going to be honest with you. I think this is a really key topic. Um, and it's something, you know, personally, I only recently discovered that I actually love networking, but because I had to rebrand it. So we'll get back to that. But I spent a lot of years being very stressed and very uncomfortable every time someone brought up the topic. But now I think it's fun. So Just to let you know, listeners, if that's how you feel about networking, um, we get you, and um, hopefully this will help you. So let's start from there, Romain. Why do so many people fear or dislike networking? Yeah, I think, um, why do people dislike, why do we all dislike networking yeah. or, or, or used to? Huh? Mm -hmm. um, I think it, it, is about, it is about managing change. It's going from a situation we know mm -hmm. to a situation we don't yet know. And it's all about going over that edge. We call it an, an, an edge in, in systemic coaching. It's going, uh, it's going over a, a mountain which can be uh, over the top of a mountain which can be pretty steep. Huh? Mm -hmm. So it's about going over the edge. It's, about, it's, it's frightening and it's uncomfortable. Having to do something we've never done before, going from what is known to what is not yet known, it means, it means stepping out of our comfort zone. It means leaving our tribe, huh? mm, what we yes. know, our community, the people we know, the people we're f familiar with. Uh, even if we don't particularly like them, we know, we know who they <laughs> Well, we think we know what they are, mm. uh, who they're like. And, and it's about making an effort, isn't it, really? I mean, we do need to kind of push ourselves a bit. But that's okay. So embracing the new does not mean replacing the old. Just because we're doing something we haven't done before doesn't mean we're abandoning our tribe. Eh? It doesn't mean that we can't back, go back to our comfort zone. Mm -hmm. It does mean that we're giving ourselves the opportunity to grow because for me and you know I used to hate the word networking just the word just the word uh, yeah I just know. the word networking <laughs> Goes, yeah. and and actually now and and we we experience we'll come back to that something mm. together um it it does give you the opportunity to grow and it doesn't have to be a big step it can be baby steps at a time and we'll come back to that too but yeah yeah so if you take the the bias around the term itself What is networking really, and why is it so important? I mean, there's so many different reasons, but I think yeah. let, let's go with let's go with the main reasons uh, here. This is in, in a, we're talking professional environment, but but it can be a personal one as well. So, why is it important to network? Because it gives us opportunities to change projects, you know, mm -hmm. uh, to change relationships as well, to have new relationships, different relationships, to change jobs, to change careers, uh, and that seems like maybe you know the ultimate. Uh, yeah, that's kind of what we have in mind when, when you think of networking. There's always this sort of yeah. very high goal. Yes, very high of, goal. Yeah. And maybe that's what contributes to maybe making it fearful it for scary. people. Yeah. Right? So another reason is, is to boost visibility, of course, to become top of mind. And this mm -hmm. is what people, this is what turns people off as well, I think, um, to boost your visibility, to become, to put yourself more in the yeah. limelight, really. Yeah. To satisfy our desire and our, or our need to change our paradigm. 
Yeah, I think, and and I've seen that from the work that I've done with with many groups now on on the topic of uh, networking, changing your paradigm. Actually, you get bored if you're in your comfort zone all the time, and so challenging yourself out of your comfort zone will actually will actually help you change your paradigm, change your your mm-hmm. your daily life. Uh, so to bring in the new, so that's really say to bring in the new, yeah. new contacts, new relationships, new projects, new opportunities, definitely new jobs, new resources too, um, people things that can help us that we hadn't even considered before mm-hmm. so and in there there's a potential of diversity because uh, for a lot of people going out to people who are different to them and therefore embracing diversity can be quite challenging mm-hmm. so to be able to hear other people's perspective other yeah. people's points of views and and to build these relationships without having to be friendly relationships right right and there was something that you mentioned in this and in, in these first reasons that i think was really interesting is the whole comfort zone idea yeah and that you can actually grow your comfort zone that's right yeah you become become more and more comfortable with a greater number of things of right. relationships the of more ideas. you do something the more comfortable you get yeah at it i really think you do i mean from my experience and from and from the experience of people that i've worked with the more you do something of course yeah and then a certain routine kicks in and then that's when you start getting bored again but it's true then that you'll find that your comfort zone grows because i had i had a client who said to me all the time but she said i'm always out of my comfort zone but that's so she's always stepping out of her comfort zone why because she gets used to doing something and another challenge comes along and she embraces it and she moves on and so yeah. it's almost as if you know being out of her comfort zone has become her paradigm yeah. <laughs> interesting and um you were also going to talk about something I know we've discussed together about the workplace becoming increasingly complex, um, increasingly demanding. Yes. So how does networking help in that context? Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a really important point because in, 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 in times of, you know, galloping globalization mm. and, and it has fantastic opportunities for us all, but, but at the same time it is placing a lot of pressure on everybody at work, of course, uh, and even personally. And it's precisely when we're stressed or busy that we need to work on network most, that we need to be able to rely on our network and call on our network. And, and stress creates um, a kind of blind spot. Mm-hmm. And we no longer see our own resources, our own resources within us and those of our potential allies. And I think that's really important because we we can't take the time to slow down and consider what we know how to do and who could help. We panic. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to hide in the cave, and that's that's exactly right. When and we it's precisely it. then that it would help to have to build your network and to do to step out of that comfort zone. That's really interesting. But so I guess there's probably good networking and terrible networking, and we probably have terrible networking in mind when we think of it. So what's good networking? What does that look like? Yeah, I think that that's uh, it's probably to a certain extent personal, mm-hmm. but I really believe that quality. Uh, is more important than quantity. In other words, you can reach out far and wide, but at some point you have to be thoughtful about what you're doing. And I think um, investing in your relationships mm-hmm. uh, is really important before you get anything in return. What and do you mean? So what does investing mean to you? Investing means taking the time to build those relationships, mm-hmm. being curious about the other people that you're wanting to reach out to. So you obviously can't do that over 100,000 people. You know, what I mean is quality relationships is about thinking about who you want to be with, 
who you want to be in a relationship with. So that's that's what I mean by quality over quantity. Um, you can have, you know, thousands of contacts on LinkedIn. Yeah. But do those people really know you? Do they really, you know, do they really, can they really do something for you? I mean, LinkedIn is, of course, the, the, yeah. the best example. But mm-hmm. um, and, and the second thing I'd like to say is it is about a good networking for me is about a social hub. Mm-hmm. And this I found, it's not my, I didn't coin this expression, but I really found it quite powerful, a social hub and not a social bubble. So I think it was Barack Obama who coined the expression social bubble. And he said, you know, you young people, uh, be very careful of not creating a social bubble and living and talking and breathing only with people who are like you and think like you. Reach out to people who think differently to you, even if you reject their ideas afterwards, but you actually either become more sure of your opinion or you begin to see have a different opinion. Yeah. So so don't go for the social bubble and, and this really refers to social media. Yes. But go for a social hub. And a hub and a hub is what? It's like, you know, Charles de Gaulle Airport. It's people mm. coming in and out all the time, but there for the same reason and, and looking for the same thing really. I think uh, where there's a lot of exchange, a lot of learning, it goes both ways, not only about taking. And I come back to the yeah. idea of not just taking, but yes. giving too. And hate to say this, but you have to give before you get back. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's a really important point. We'll get back to that a little bit later. But um, there's also something that you mentioned about networking from a place of strength. Yeah. Um, and I like that idea because we often feel less than when we start networking. We, 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 our, our mind automatically goes to everything that we think we don't have. Yes. Uh, but I, you offered to reverse the process so could you explain yeah, that a little yeah, bit? Yeah, I like what you're saying. Um, so I said networking, networking from a place of strength is about, okay, take a step back and, you know, do your homework, consider your values, what is important to you. We've talked about values in another podcast. You know, do that exercise. What are, what values are important to you? What and who, what and who mm-hmm. <laughs> would help you better honour those values in your relationships and your network and uh, do some kind of assessment process. Assess your existing network and seek diversity again. We're back to the topic of diversity. Who is in your network? You know, what are the similarities? Are they all the same? Well, think about the differences. What are your filters? How do you choose your network? How do you choose your connections? Huh? Um, how do you choose your friends? What's the benefit? What are you missing? Where are the gaps? Where are the gaps? Who do you really want to be connected to? And, and when mm. you're considering the gaps, consider the age, you know, age, hierarchy, mm-hmm. gender, profile. Mm-hmm. I talked about culture. I talked about identity. So consider everything. And if there are too many similarities and you're living only with clones, really consider changing things mm. uh, because that's where all the learning and growth is going to be. And be curious and generous with your time. Be curious with your time. Be Ask questions, mm. listen to other people, take the time to listen, and really listen. Don't be already projecting yourself into your next question. Mm. Really be there for them in the moment and, and listening um, with, all your, with all your pause, really. <laughs> listen to their questions, uh, listen, to, listen to their advice, too, and share your story, ask for theirs. Be curious, and again, you can hear the kind of bilateral communication. Huh? Yeah. Ask them for their stories, give them your, you know, your stories. Give and take. Give and take, yeah. How can we get comfortable with all of this? If, if people who are listening think, well, ugh, how am I ever going to do that? Do you have some tips on how you can make it feel more comfortable? Yeah, the, f- the first thing I want to say, um, we're all in the same boat. 
Okay, mm. we're all, like we're all no- yeah. yeah, we're all normal. Been there, um, yeah, yeah, and and we all freak out at the beginning, definitely. And and going over that edge that I was talking about earlier may seem more or less daunting, frightening, depending on what we have to do, or the person we have to speak to, or the moment that we're in. And and so we can take it in phases. We can decide to take baby steps at a time. Okay, and and ask ourselves those killer coaching questions: What is the worst that can happen to me? Ah, that's the what best is the question. worst that can happen to me? <laughs> <laughs> and what is the best that, that can happen to me? And the what is the worst that can happen to me is just so enlightening, right? It is. gives you wings. It's actually really fun to be talking about this topic with you because we met during, I'd say, a networking event. So oh, yeah. We were part of a project in a, uh, in a women's network. Could you share your experience with networking? Yeah, um, and, and Your own it's, journey. Uh, it's very, yeah, it's very mm. cool. Uh, and, and so I suppose, I mean, I've always been in associations and, and collaborative work, and I think that's partly to do with my um, dual nationality. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's very Anglo-Saxon, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is. The community spirit. Yeah. Um, and I've always done that. And um, when I created my own business, and I became an entrepreneur only five years ago, and for me that was a, that was a huge step, as I said, I joined the Professional Women's Network. And it is an international group for the empowerment of women. Mm -hmm. And the reasons why I chose it, again, sorry to go on about this, is all about diversity and uh, the Professional Women's Network, which is open to men, Mm -hmm. has gender balance at at the heart of its model, okay? And it's at the heart of my personal professional life, so it made perfect sense. And you and I worked together on a project around women and ambition, Mm -hmm. and we worked hard, right? Yes, we did, yeah. And I have a very, very vivid memory of what you and I did together, which was a culmination of all our work together. We presented the results of our research on women and ambition to a forum of 180 people, Mm -hmm. men and women. And I had to get up on stage with a microphone in my hand in front of 180 people. Mm-hmm. And I was absolutely petrified. Do you remember the two weeks beforehand? Yeah, I was petrified. And actually, that morning, I thought, okay, Romaine, you can do this. And I appreciate that the fact that it was voluntary and it was for an association really helped me mm-hmm. to do it and to let, just let go of my anxiety. Um, but now I know that I would have to do it again. I would do it again, my eyes closed. And I wouldn't be oh, comfortable. Yeah? Yeah. I wouldn't be comfortable. I would still be stressed, but mm-hmm. I would have that positive stress. Mm. Um, so that's what that's one of the things that networking, and I, I've grown so much. There's so many things that I do now and so many things that I say now that I would never have said or done before. And I'm part of another community, which is my, my coaching community. And in the same way, I do so many things now that I, and it's taken me to places that I would never have dreamt been able to go. It's the whole comfort zone. It's idea. the whole comfort zone. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also wanted to share the whole what I sort of hinted at in the introduction is that uh, I used to be very mm. very uncomfortable with networking because um, I remember when it was brought up I, I thought I imagined myself exactly as you uh, dis- described you know standing in the middle of a room with all these very scary frightening um, high level sea level people that you want to talk to but you have no idea what to say. And I'm a marketer, and I rebranded the term. I, I stopped calling it networking. Ah, that's and what you were talking about. Yeah, and I, I just sort of approached it as sharing. Mm. And that's why I liked your whole thing about sharing your story and asking questions, because when it comes from a place of just, it's it's basic human interest in other humans, um, mm. It's and being very um, 
being very open and being very honest about, you know, the questions that you're asking yourself and that you're seeking help and also how you can help others, what you can offer them. Um, and rebranding in, in, in that way um, really, really helped me. And now I think it's I think it's fun. I don't even call it networking anymore. I just It's just meeting people and, and sharing with people. And being yourself. And Yeah, and being yourself. And being yourself. I think being genuine and you're so genuine, that really helps. Well, yeah, and, and yeah. So I think, you know, if there's marketers out there listening, <laughs> yeah. just call it, call it something else. Yeah. Um, and it, it really does help. So... Yeah, I love that idea. Yeah. Love that idea. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you, so back to very practical uh, things and how we can help our listeners yeah. get comfortable. You shared a really great uh, three-step plan with me mm. that helps make networking fun, but also intentional, mm. which I think is, is key. Um, so I'd love for you to detail it to the listeners. Yeah, I mean, it's just to try to make something simple so that it's less daunting. And for me, there's a kind of a before, a during and after. I think that's how it goes. And so the first step is is, uh, is having a little bit of a strategy before you start, right? Mm. So this is before, right? This is our prep. Um, and I, I just want to say be strategic and be disciplined. Mm -hmm. So be strategic is really thinking about what you're wanting to achieve, and how far you're prepared to go, mm -hmm. and what your objectives are, okay? And what you can do to reach those objectives. So that's very factual and pragmatic. You strip out the emotion and you put it down on paper, okay? Be disciplined. In other words, do your prep, and do your prep for before, and do your prep for during, and do your, your prep for afterwards. Mm -hmm. What I mean is think about, you know, the whole process, and practice, practice, practice. You won't get it right necessarily in your, in your view the first time. In your view. Yeah, in your <laughs> view. Huh? But practice, practice, practice. You'll get more and more comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. You can ask for feedback from others. Anyway, so, so in other words, when, if we go What's back the to... the prep, yeah. yeah what, what do you have... To, what's this, what should the strategy encompass? What should the strategy encompass? So, so where are you going? Okay, mm -hmm. what are we talking about? Yeah. Who do you want to meet? Who do you want to talk to? Who do you want to connect with? Mm -hmm. How do you want to do that? Who could help you? So again, it is um, about what we talked about earlier. You know, who could help you in this process? And prepare your pitch. Mm. I know. And, the, you know, the, the word that people hate, the mm. pitch. Okay, so basically forget about the pitch. Let's rebound the word pitch. <laughs> um, think what you want to say about yourself, you know. What do you want to say about yourself? What are your values? What are your skills? What are your talents, you know? Think about your CV and what you put in that kind of those motivational few lines at the beginning of your CV. Be genuine, be honest. Don't try and oversell yourself because you won't feel comfortable with it. Balance uh, and remember some key words, okay? So this is not about learning it off by heart. It's about you feeling comfortable about how you present yourself. So don't underestimate your skills. You know, don't brag, don't be too cocky, but don't underestimate your skills. We do that all too often. Mm -hmm. Be clear about, you know, what you want to ask. And do your homework. Um, look, mm. at the, look at the backgrounds of the people that you want to talk to. The social networks are a fantastic source of information. That's a good point. And that's sort of, that's sort of an anchor that can make you feel comfortable. Because if you already have a topic yes. in mind that you can sort of guide them, steer them towards, that, that really helps. It really does help. Mm. Because it shows that you have, it opens up the dialogue. Right. Shows that you've done your homework. Mm -hmm. But it also shows interest for what they are. Exactly. And, and then you're bridging Generous. the gap between them and mm. you and you're opening yourself up to, to listening to them and you're creating that dialogue which will be uh, essential and which will make the difference between just talking to them and talking with them, really. Mm. Mm. I like that. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so once you've done all that... So once you've done all that, um, you go for it, okay? Mm -hmm. 
you're in the during. Uh-huh. So introduce yourself. Huh? Introduce yourself, for, some, for example, to someone else who's also on their own. Go for them. <laughs> as soon as you spot somebody on their own, <laughs> go for them and introduce yourself. Yeah. Yeah? And, and tell them a little bit about yourself and be curious. Ask them about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, or join a group of three and contribute after a few minutes of listening in, you know. Or go and talk to the keynote speakers if you dare. Mm-hmm. If, you're genuinely, if you genuinely found their speech interesting. Yes. Okay. And why? Don't fake because it. Yeah. If, yeah. Don't fake it. Absolutely. Uh, thank the organizers. Simple mm-hmm. as that, you know. Uh, even if it means queuing for a couple of minutes, you know. But take the trouble to do that. That's a good way to practice too. It is a good way to practice. Mm-hmm. It's not very um, risky right. is the word. Mm-hmm. And be ready with your pitch and be ready with your business cards. Although I find that fewer and fewer people mm-hmm. use their business cards. And conclude. Don't forget to conclude. You know, you've got to say goodbye. You thank them for their attention, even if they've already switched off. Be brave. Um, <laughs> and say goodbye and promise to write to them and, and promise to send them something. And when I was talking about, you know, being generous earlier if you think that it would be useful for them to share something or someone that you know about let them know and follow up okay so be generous with your contacts as well and Mm -hmm. that's really important yeah so that's for step two Mm -hmm. so we've done the before we've done the during there are a lot more things that you can do obviously but it's just to give you some a few guidelines um and the after don't leave it at that you made promises, deliver on your promises, yeah. always. Huh? So don't oversell yourself and don't tell them that you're going to do something that you can't honour afterwards. So mm-hmm. uh, deliver on your promises. Um, if you're genuinely interested in meeting that person again, make it happen. Mm-hmm. Maybe don't do it straight away. Contact them a little later. Suggest coffee, lunch at the canteen or elsewhere. Go along to an event that they're organising maybe. Mm-hmm. Go along to a meeting that they're organising where you can, you know, which you can contribute to. Mm-hmm. So... Make it brief, okay, and stick to the time and the place agreed. So respect their time Mm -hmm. and the time and the energy they're giving you and thank them, of course. Connect with them on social networks, on on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram. Follow them, follow the groups they follow. That's also interesting, Mm -hmm. yeah? If they're in a field of interest which interests you, uh, be curious about what they're reading and what they're posting and what they're, you know, relaying. Send them an article, you know. And as I said earlier, offer your contacts as a networking yes. opportunity. Connection. Connection. Be generous. Don't be too protective of your contacts. Hmm. Because that's that will, funny. Yeah. That's, yeah. Why would someone even do that? <laughs> but don't, don't you think people are protective about their contacts? Maybe some, yeah. Yeah. I think some people yeah. are. Yeah. And I think that's what makes it difficult for them to network because yeah. they want, they want to take, but, but you have to give first and... and mm-hmm. Share your contacts. So much comes back from it, yeah. Mm -hmm. If you change uh, your paradigm, let your contacts know. You know you've changed jobs, you've changed projects, you've done something exciting, you've been promoted, you've been... uh, I know something wonderful happened to me recently and I've started consciously telling people about the promotion, if you like, the promotion Mm -hmm. I've had, which I would never have done two years ago, I promise, yeah. So there you go. That's a good point because I think we often feel sort of like, well, what do they care if I change jobs or, you know, we always feel that we're interrupting or bothering people, but but people are very happy to hear from you. They're happy for you. They are very happy. And it makes you feel so good. Yeah, it does. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed our our chat today. Um, And next time we'll be talking about something that I think complements today's topic really well, which is how to tackle your limiting beliefs, which is kind of what we addressed right here. So, you know, the the limiting beliefs being those that are very, very deeply embedded in your mind um, and that determine your behaviors and sometimes don't allow you to do what you'd love to do. Mm. So I can't wait for that one. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so, so to all of you who are listening, until next time, please let us know how this ep- episode helped you. Huh? Share it with a friend or a colleague uh, it could be of use to. 
Thanks for listening. And now it's down to you guys. Bye. <laughs> Bye. You are listening to My Inspiration, an Orange podcast.